0: Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. Yesterday, we talked about waiting on God, and today I wanted to share some more wisdom about waiting on God, because I feel like waiting is one of the hardest things we ever have to do. I don't know about you, but when I pray and I hear a resounding no from God, it makes me sad, and sometimes mad, and sometimes frustrated. But I'm usually grateful that at least I know, so I don't have to keep asking. And of course, yes is always my favorite answer to prayers. Although I will say this, a lot of times when God has told me no and I'm all pouty and mad about it, it doesn't take that long before I see why God told me no. And then I'm super excited and grateful that God blocked whatever it was that I thought I wanted. <laughs> so there is that. So while I love the yeses and I find myself learning more and more to appreciate the no's and see the wisdom behind them, the one answer I cannot stand that God gives me in my prayers is wait. I don't like wait waiting is not my strong point and I don't think I'm alone in feeling that way I feel like I'm not the only person that struggles in the waiting place and I think about people in waiting rooms like nobody looks happy in a waiting room you know when you see people in waiting rooms in commercials or on tv um, or you go into an actual physical waiting room which I feel like we haven't done in a couple of years because of covid <laughs> we all wait outside in our cars and then go in but nobody seems joyful in a waiting room. Like if you have small children with you, they start to get antsy. Um, You start to get impatient if you're waiting and your appointment is running late. When we're waiting um, in the waiting room, the seats aren't always really comfortable. Sometimes it's stuffy, sometimes it's cold, sometimes the magazines are boring. There are so many things we don't like about being in the waiting room in real life. And there are even more, I think, that when we're praying and we're asking God to give us direction, there are even more things we don't like about being in that waiting room and like that metaphorical waiting room where we're just waiting on God to tell us what's next or to tell us which direction to go or to give us wisdom or discernment about something or to heal something or to change something. I mean, there's a million things we could be waiting on God for. Um So today I wanted to look at 2 Corinthians chapter 1, just a few verses, verses 3 through 4, because I feel like um, these verses are really encouraging for us in the waiting place there are so very many verses we could read um for encouragement on waiting and of course there are all the famous ones about wait on the lord be of good char- courage and wait on the lord um from psalm i want to say it's 27 the end of psalm 27 there are so many scriptures we could talk about like in isaiah where it says those who wait on the lord will mount up with on wings of eagles they will run and not grow weary they will not walk in that faint i mean there are a lot of encouraging scriptures about waiting and this isn't one that people would necessarily point to but this is the one god laid on my heart for us to talk about today and i think it really speaks to us in the waiting place so paul is writing to the corinthians and we know that well if we've studied Corinth, we know know that the city of Corinth was filled with sin. There was a lot going on there that would definitely pull the Corinthians off track from all that God has for them. And so we see in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3-4 through 4, that Paul is encouraging the church in Corinth to stay the course, to continue in their waiting place, to not get discouraged and to not give up. And he says, let us give thanks to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the merciful Father, the God from whom all help comes. He helps us in all our troubles so that we are able to help others who have all kinds of troubles using the same help that we ourselves have received from God. I love those verses because it reminds us that everyone has a waiting period, all of us, that we all have troubles, we all have trials and tribulations, and that God is our source of help, and that when we ourselves receive help from God, we are then able to help others, and we're able to share in God's great help and and to be a blessing in the lives of others, even if it's only the words of our testimonies. So I'm going to prepare us for a pause and a reflection to think. I want to pause and think about what is a time in your life that God has made you wait and that when you saw the manifestation of his glory, it provided a testimony that was a blessing to somebody else. So think about a time in your life where you were waiting and then finally God moved and the end result was such an amazing testimony for you to encourage someone else who was also in a waiting place in their life and we'll be right back welcome back i pray that the time of reflection was helpful i don't know about you but i actually have what feels like cajillions of times where god had me waiting and didn't tell me what was about to happen and in the end i saw how he worked it all out for his glory and orchestrated things in a way i could never have imagined and then it absolutely was a testimony for somebody else I'm trying to narrow it down to one specific example so I will say that in my job in my job there are lots of times where God has me waiting And he doesn't tell me what he wants me to do next. He doesn't tell me if he wants me to stay in the job I'm in or if he wants me to do something differently in the job I'm in or if I stay in the job I'm in but do it someplace else. And there are times in my life where I just have to be still and wait on God. Now, I could get impatient and I could try to move ahead of God and I could try to just insert myself in other places or quit or apply to jobs I shouldn't apply to or push myself into positions I don't that God doesn't want me in, but I have learned the benefit of waiting on God. And there's nothing so wonderful as the miracle of when he opens the door that he desires to be opened. And so over the years, as I have practiced waiting on God, Mind you, the practice comes with lots of whining and complaining along the way. So that's my new stage of spiritual growth is to wait without complaining. Um, But over the years, as I wait on God, I've seen the testimonies that God has given me, not just in the job example, but in all kinds of examples. Um... You know, there are times where in our physical health, there'll be some kind of ailment that we know that God could heal immediately. But sometimes he has us waiting. Sometimes he has us being still. And there are moments where I can see the miracle in that waiting period. I might not like it. I might not want to be still. I might resent the pain that I'm feeling. But in the end i see what a great testimony that god has given me to encourage someone else and so i want to encourage you on today through these verses in second corinthians chapter one verses three and four paul starts out by saying let us give thanks to the god and father of our lord jesus christ so first of all when you're waiting it's a good time to be grateful. Instead of wallowing in the waiting, start making a list of things you're grateful for. Stop looking at what you don't have or what's not happening and look at the things that you do have and the things that are happening. So focus on the things that you can praise God for. Just like Paul says, let us give thanks to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he goes on to say, the merciful Father, the God from whom all help comes. Instead of complaining, again, preaching to myself right now, but instead of complaining and whining in the waiting, worship God. Worshiping God in the waiting makes the waiting so much more of a pleasant experience. If you think about it, the example I gave about being in a waiting room, we can make those waiting room experiences the physical ones more pleasant if we bring our earbuds and maybe listen to praise and worship music. If we use that time constructively, we could read our Bible. We could take care of some tasks that we need to do. That's the blessing of all the electronics we have on our cell phones, right? But most of all, it's important to recognize who God is and to worship God in the waiting because eventually, if we are obedient, God is going to bless us and He is the one from whom all help comes. And then also in verse 4, when it says, He helps us in all our troubles so that we are able to help others who have all kinds of troubles using the same help that we ourselves have received from God. I want to encourage you, look for the testimony when you're in the waiting room have an attitude of gratitude look for things to glorify God for and then look for ways to be a blessing to someone else look for ways that you can give this testimony to somebody else for when they're in the waiting room a lot of times I ask God who is this lesson for Lord and help me learn it because it's uncomfortable right now (laughs) I'm just being honest. And I look for who that lesson might be for, whether it's a lesson to pass on to my students, whether it's a lesson to pass on to a friend, whether it's a lesson to pass on to a client, There are always lessons that we are learning in the waiting period that we can use to be a blessing to others, especially on the other side. And sometimes even when you're in the waiting period, you can be a blessing to someone else just by when they're in the waiting period, you can be in the waiting period together. You could pray together. You could read scripture together. You could encourage one another with worship music. So please, please, please. Don't look at your waiting period as a time of persecution. Look at it as an opportunity to worship God, to be still and trust Him, and to be obedient to Him so that you're not running ahead of Him. And use that waiting period to get deeper and higher in your walk with the Lord. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you that even in the waiting period, you are in the midst with us, Lord God, that there is never a time that we are waiting on you, that you are not aware of, that you are not with us, that you are not moving, even though it feels like nothing is happening. Lord, I pray that for everyone who hears this podcast, that it will encourage them, Lord, to have an attitude of gratitude in the waiting area. It's that it will Truly, Lord, help them to change their perspective and to look through spiritual eyes at the circumstances, Lord God. Let each and every one of us, as we wait, Lord God, as you command us to be still and wait on you, Lord God, let each and every one of us look at what we do have and not at what we don't. Help us to be grateful, Lord, for the things that you are doing, for the ways that you are growing and changing us. And Lord, let us look to be more aware of the testimony that you're creating in us in the waiting period, that we might be a blessing to others as we strive and inspire others to live their holiest hot mess lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray that this podcast has been a blessing to you. And we will be back again next time for more Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. Bye.